Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. There is a huge difference between deciding intellectually to give Christianity a test drive and purposing in your heart that you're surrendering yourself fully and completely, trusting Jesus, you know, asking Him to govern your life, to guide your life, henceforth and forever. Have you made the huge and amazing decision to surrender your life to Jesus? It'll change your life if you do. The world tells us to live for ourselves, but God wants us to live for Him and for others. If we do this, our lives will overflow with peace and happiness. Today, Pastor Robert encourages us to make this huge decision. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 11 as he continues his message, Antioch Church Plant. I want to take just just a couple of minutes and consider what I believe are two significant points from verses 23 and 24. Point number one, this, this guy Barnabas, see Barnabas was a nickname, it wasn't his actual name, his name was Joseph, Joseph, you know, Joe, he was Joe, and they nicknamed him Barnabas, the son of consolation or the son of exhortation, son of encouragement. This was a guy that everybody in Jerusalem apparently held him in high regard and saw him as being someone, if you need comfort, if you need encouragement, if you need, if you need moral support, Joe, he's a guy. He's a son of encouragement. And it stuck. Just an ordinary guy with a compassionate heart, but he was mightily used by God in the life of the Apostle Paul and in the planting of the earliest Gentile churches. In, in verse 24, the Word of God declares him to be a good man. Do you understand a character reference from God? It doesn't get much better than that, right? How are you going to top that? His reputation was so solid. And we see evidence of who he was because he traveled 300 miles. I mean, this was desert. It's not like he had a car with air conditioning, right? I mean, this, 300 miles. It would have taken him like three weeks to go from Jerusalem over to Antioch. Why did he do it? Just because there were people over there who needed encouragement. They needed support. They needed some help. And then not only did he make that trip, but then he realized this is going to take longer. This People are coming to the Lord, and 
I need Saul. So now he travels back to Cilicia over to Tarsus because God puts it on his heart. And this man will be perfect. So now he travels over to Tarsus, finds Saul, brings him back to Antioch, and they spend a year teaching the Scriptures. Second thing that I see here, I think you and I would do well to pay attention to the initial exhortation Barnabas gave to the Christians there in Antioch. Verse 23 says, When he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. There's a little Christian chorus that we used to sing all the time. We haven't, we haven't sung it in a while, but I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. But a lot of people do turn back. A lot of people turn back. You know what I find? A lot of people turn back and don't even realize they've turned back. Because they're still going through the same motions. Going to church. But I remember one, one time, this was back when we were still renting a space down in South Beach on Washington Avenue, and there was a young man who was participating for a while, and then we didn't see him, you know. It was, we were small back then, and it was easy to, and, you know, we weren't dealing with a COVID pandemic where we don't really know what's going on, who's part of the church, who's not part of the church, but back then it was pretty easy, and this guy, he was coming for a while, then he stopped. And then I bumped into him one day on Washington Avenue, and I said, I know how how are you doing? We haven't seen you in a while. Are you okay? And he said, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm doing okay. But you know, I tried Christianity and it's just too hard. And I said, too hard? I mean, it blindsided me, completely caught me off guard. What do you mean it's too hard? I don't, it's just too hard. I, it just, Christianity is just too hard for me. It's, listen, it's great to see you, pastor, but Christianity is too hard. And he wouldn't talk to me. It was just, you know, it was just like, uh, and I thought to myself, oh, you have, you have so not understood Christianity if you think it's too hard. See, he viewed Christianity as a code of morality, like a, a moral code or a system of beliefs. Do you understand? He didn't, understand, he didn't get it. He didn't realize that that's not what Christianity is. He had never actually purposed in his heart to stick close to Jesus himself. He had this idea that it's about the rules. If I, if I keep the rules, if I stop doing this and I stop doing this and I stop doing this and I, and I go to church and, and I do these things, that's Christianity. No, that's not Christianity. Sadly, there, there are a lot of people who, you know, maybe, I don't know, have an emotional moment, you know, an emotional experience with an altar call. Or because they're in the middle of a crisis, like, you know, people right now all over the place, people are asking questions, and, and they're at a crossroads. They don't know what they're going to do next. They don't know how they're going to survive. They, you know, they don't know what's going to happen. We see people all over the place asking the important questions right now. 
And in some cases, they decide to give church a try. See if that helps. That's what this guy did. He decided to give church a try, see if it helped. It didn't help. Listen, this is my second point regarding Barnabas, this passage. The first point was God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. The second one is that there is a huge difference between deciding intellectually to give Christianity a test drive and purposing in your heart that you're surrendering yourself fully and completely trusting Jesus, you know, asking him to govern your life, to guide your life, henceforth and forever. That day when when I realized he knows every little detail about me, and he loves me, and he's offering to cleanse me and change me, begin teaching me and leading me, when, when I realized that, man, okay, You can have everything I am now, everything I will ever be, everything I have, everything I will ever have. Just show me how to live life. And he began that process. You see, much of this is the fault of of guys like me, preachers, who focus too much on behavior modification and not enough on introducing people to the living Savior And so we've inadvertently trained people to think that Christianity is a moral code to be followed instead of what it actually is, a supernatural adventure. I remember as a young man thinking that surrendering myself to Jesus Christ would mean giving up everything that is fun. It's like, yeah, I'll become a Christian one day, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll... Man, I'm young, you know, I want to party. Literally, I remember making a conscious decision. I'm not giving up sex, so you're going to have to wait. And it was that kind of, I had no idea the adventure that he had planned for me. I had no idea the adventure that Christianity is. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-1111.
2730. When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.